This is Cooking with Fire, a global exploration of barbecue from KMUW. Welcome to another episode of Cooking with Fire. I'm your host, Josh Carey, and today we're going to be talking about the history of chocolate. And Chef Tom will be baking a chocolate lava cake on the grill. Let's get started. So today we're going to be making a very simple but very delicious chocolate lava cake that comes together really easily, bakes on the grill, and the awesome thing about this cake is that it actually creates its own sauce in the skillet as it bakes. So to kick this thing off, we're starting with our dry ingredients. So we've got some all-purpose flour here. We're going to add half of our brown sugar to the flour. Now typically when you're making cakes, you don't start with sugar and flour together. You cream them together, but this is kind of a unique recipe here. So adding to the sugar and the flour, we've got some leavening agent here. We've got a little bit of baking powder, some baking soda, and some smoked salt for flavor. So this I'm just going to kind of break up with a whisk. That brown sugar can kind of lump up. So using a whisk, I'm going to whisk this around, get rid of any really big lumps. So once that's starting to look pretty uniform, we're going to mix together our wet ingredients. Now, for the wet ingredients, we're starting off with some melted butter and unsweetened baking chocolate. We'll add a little bit of extra sweetness in a few other places. Uh, we've already got our sugar and our flour. We're going to have some sugar on top. So we're not going to overpower that with super sweet chocolate. We're going to go with a really dark, unsweetened chocolate here melted into the butter. And you can do this on a double boiler, or you can do this in your microwave. Now, the other thing that we've got is a couple cups of buttermilk. You want this to have sat out for a while. It shouldn't be super cold. It's gonna make it a lot easier to mix this way. So I'm gonna mix the buttermilk into the chocolate and the butter. So then we're also gonna add a little flavoring agent here in the form of some orange liqueur. You could use like a Grand Marnier would work great. We don't need a lot, uh, just a tablespoon or two to add a little bit of that orange flavor and a little bit of that booziness. Of course, this is an optional step. You can leave it out if you like. And once we've got all of those combined, we're going to add that to our dry ingredients and whisk those together. So we're forming our cake batter at this point. So whisking now until all the dry spots have been eliminated. And you should have a fairly smooth batter here. Now once that's kind of come together, I'm going to add our chocolate chips to the mix. Uh, these will add a little bit different texture to the batter itself. They start to melt down and get these little great little melty pockets of chocolate in the middle of the cake. And since we're using a semi-sweet chocolate chip, they also sweeten up the batter just a little bit, which up to this point we have kept not too sweet. We don't want to go over the top with that. All right, so now that that batter's all mixed up, I'm gonna grab my 12 inch skillet, cast iron skillet here. We're gonna hit it with some pan spray. Grab a spatula and empty all of our batter into our skillet. So non-traditional mixing techniques here, which is fine. We like to experiment a little bit, but it really hasn't got as weird as it's gonna get yet. Chocolate is a popular food all around the world, with nearly 60 million pounds of chocolate treats being sold around Valentine's Day in the U.S. each year. But this wasn't always the case. 
Chocolate comes from the cacao tree, which is native to Mesoamerica, where it was revered as a gift from the god Quetzalcoatl by the Aztec. They blended the ground-up beans with cornstarch and chili peppers to make a bitter drink that was consumed for religious purposes and during celebrations. In 1519, Hernán Cortés traveled to the court of Montezuma, where he and his men were given chocolate drinks in gold vases. On the return trip, they brought the bean with them back to Spain, where it would begin its journey around the globe. Now, I mentioned that we're essentially going to create a sauce in the skillet with the cake. And the way we're going to do that is starting by adding some brown sugar to the top. So we've got a cup of brown sugar in the cake. We're going to add another cup sprinkled over the top of the cake. We're also going to add a half cup of cocoa powder. So this is gonna kinda of create this chocolate sauce. This is an unsweetened cocoa powder with some brown sugar. You can see how we get to a sweet chocolate sauce with our lava cake, or what we would consider the lava itself. Now, of course, that's not gonna just bake into the cake if we put it on dry on top. So this is where it gets interesting. Behind me, I've got a pot of boiling hot water over high flame here. We're gonna measure out carefully two and a half cups of boiling water, and that's gonna go right over the top of this entire cake mixture. So this is what's going to create that sauce in the skillet. Now I'm gonna carefully transfer this out to the grill that's been preheated to 375 degrees, and we're gonna let this bake away until this sauce reduces down and that cake cooks through. The cacao powder wasn't revered by the Europeans, and it wasn't considered a delicacy. In fact, it was used as a medicine to help with nausea and stomach pain. But once it was found that it could be sweetened with honey or sugar, the wealthy in Spain began making sweet chocolate drinks for parties and dinners. But the beans were still harvested in Central America by slave labor, limiting their availability. Instead of using slave labor in the Americas, chocolate companies instead brought the plants to the west coast of Africa, where it employed slaves to harvest the beans closer to their trade routes, increasing their supply. But the beans still took manual labor to crush and to powder, so chocolate still had a ways to go before it became an everyday ingredient. This is where the Dutch chemist Conrad Johannes van Houten enters our story. Van Houten invented the cocoa press in 1828, and this machine would separate the cocoa butter and powder, making it easy to make a mixed chocolate drink or to recombine the butter and powder with other ingredients in confectionery making. By the 1900s, chocolate was a common food around the world, and it continues to be popular today. Now let's cut out to Chef Tom in the atbbq.com teaching kitchen and finish up our recipe. Well, it's been a little bit more than 45 minutes now, and as I grab a hold of the skillet with a couple of towels and give this a shake, I can see that this is set all the way through to the center. There's no more liquidy center, and that tells me that this is cooked all the way through now. So at this point, the surface looks dry on top, totally different than the way we started. But as we start to spoon some of this out of here, you'll notice that underneath the bottom, we've got that molten lava sauce just a thick chocolate sauce in the bottom. And before I scoop any more of this out onto the plate, I'm gonna get some powdered sugar to finish this off. All right, so I'm just gonna dust the top with some powdered sugar as well as the bowl underneath for presentation. And then we'll get down there to that chocolatey sauce on the bottom and just drizzle that all over the top. 
This is definitely a chocolate lover's dessert right here. All right, I'm digging in. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, that just melts in your mouth. The sauce is definitely the star of the show there, but there's plenty of cake for that sausage to soak right into, making the whole thing fantastic. That does it for today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please head over to iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. And as always, you can head over to kmuw.org to get the full recipe for this week's cook. And join Chef Tom and I next time as he cooks up Lieberkäse, a German pork and beef meatloaf. Cooking with Fire is a production of KMUW Wichita. Segments were recorded at KMUW Studios and at the All Things Barbecue Teaching Kitchen. Josh Carey is our writer and host. Tom Jackson is our chef. I'm Beth Golay, and I'm the editor and producer. You can find Chef Tom's recipes and beautiful photography of the dishes at kmuw.org. Thanks again for joining us for Cooking with Fire. We'll be back in two weeks.